Hey guys, I'm Charlotte. And I'm Kat. We're a couple of twos. And welcome to our podcast. On this podcast, you can expect all things Enneagrams, friendship, life, and so much more. Thanks so much for being here with us. Welcome to episode nine, three, six, nine, damn she fun. <laughs> I don't know the rest of the I'm not singing the next one. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to a couple of Hi, y'all. Podcasts. Welcome back. Yay, we're here. How's everybody feeling tonight? So, I'm good. It's a live jazz hang. Always. <laughs> okay, for those of you who have I'm absolutely delirious. no idea what we're talking about, we love watching YouTube videos that have a live scene. Mm. That have either lo-fi or some kind of jazz, mm-hmm. light music, ambiance, fireplace, those vibes. Um, we currently have a library in what looks like New York City, or like with a, Seattle, even yeah, yeah, some big city, yeah, with a roaring fire and like cozy lighting and, and just rain, rain hitting the windows. The windows. It's nice. Ooh, it's so cozy. Um, I personally listen to these videos while I'm working Me too. and have them on in the background. <laughs> yeah. Or cleaning. Oh, or I've reading. never done that with cleaning. Oh, I do it with reading. I do too. Mm-hmm. I'll turn my little lights on in my fire pit, which are just fake candles and mm-hmm. turn on one of these. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's so nice. Some of them have like crackling fire sounds. Mm-hmm. Some have music. Mm-hmm. Some have like the sound of rain. If you ever just need some relaxing ambiance, check out YouTube for that. This is not sponsored. We're we're just big fans. <laughs> I love how we started with three six nine. Damn, she fine. And now we're like, there's ambiance and there's rain hitting the windows. It's ASMR. Welcome to our channel. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Three six nine. Damn, she. Fine. Like we said, late night talk radio. Basically, we're chaos uh-huh. right now. We yeah. are exhausted. Hi. We are delirious. Welcome to the party. We are here, though, and we're ready to chat with you and spend this moment with you wherever you are. We hope you're doing great. Having a great Wednesday. Yeah. Or what? I think you listen to it later. But, you know, whenever you listen to it, whatever day it is. Happy today. Happy good morning, good evening, good night. <laughs> Good afternoon. Okay, wow, we're good. <laughs> Hola, como estas? <laughs> All right. Konnichiwa? Um, huh? Konnichiwa? Yeah. But alas, here we are. Um, Today, we're going to talk about highs and lows first, but the, sub- the subject of today's podcast is Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Woo! We are doing our sorting, our sorting hat houses, our, our houses, yeah. whatever you call that. What house we are in in Hogwarts. In, yes, in the Harry Potter world. We got our letters. We're going to Hogwarts. Woohoo! Yeehaw! And you're coming along with us. Dreams have come true. Literal childhood <laughs> dreams of going to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was Chris's idea. Yeah. Kat's husband. We need to give him full credit. Oh, yeah. I'm Charlotte. I'm Kat. My bad. And Kat's husband... <laughs> This I idea. That, listen, if you're here, you probably know who we are right now. This is if a chaos not, episode. Welcome. <laughs> I love this episode already. <laughs> um, We're all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, so this was Chris's idea, full credit, um, and it's an incredible one, and I'm really excited yeah. to talk about it. We already started talking about it a little bit earlier, and we had to stop ourselves and be like, okay, nope, mm-hmm. we're, we're going to talk about this on an episode. Mm-hmm. So here we are. So Hit me start... with your highs and lows. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. I'm coming up with one. Hold on. There's a thousand highs and lows that have happened. You know okay. What I, mean? I know. Okay, go. Well, can I do a future high? Yes. <laughs> Yes, you can. By the time this episode comes out, I will have finished Assassin's Blade. Woohoo! Yeehaw! Which is Sarah J. Mass, Throne of Glass series. It is the prequel, but I am reading it as book number three. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm very excited because Charlotte has gifted me the tandem read today because Yay. that is my future reading material. Yes. Um, I think you have... I have um, all of them right now. You have... No, no, no. Yes. Yes, you do. Yes. 
But you have one more to read after Assassin's Blade. Bef- oh, two more after before the tandem read. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I got some reading to do. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Book three, like the true book three, like flies because it is so good. Yeah, I have two books that I have in the box that you gave me mm-hmm. before the tandem read. I see. Are those the last two books in the series? There's the big chunky boy, the last one. Um, my friend is still finishing that one. Um, but when she's finished with it, I don't even know if she started, honestly, she had a hard time finishing this because she has started sleeping well. Good for you. I love you, girl. Woo-hoo! Yay for sleeping. We love the sleep. Um, so she used to read in the middle of the night and now she's not anymore. Well, so I am very excited for you, future me to but, get there. Yes. But you were saying how you were going to read that on your Kindle because I said that it physically hurt my wrist to hold because it's such a big book. Well, yes, yes. I am a big for those of you who do not know me, I absolutely love the Kindle. Mm-hmm. Read on. I literally got into my car <laughs> to go to Charlotte's house the other night to do girls night and was taking my Kindle with me. Like <laughs> it was just an attachment to my body. Like there was going to be time to read your Kindle. Right. At the bar. W- right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Which is why we made a friend at the bar and I went up to her because she was reading her book at yeah, the bar. That can be your high. That is. Yeah. I like well, it. Well, you know, both really. Um, And drinking a beer, yeah. just like by herself. Chilling. I was like, Miss Ma'am, mm-hmm. you are my vibes. <laughs> yes. I almost packed my Kindle to hang out with my friends. Yeah. So She's, that's where we're at right so now. Sweet. Yeah. But I love my Kindle. And so I had, I think I told you all this in the previous episode, but if you forgot, I purchased the entire Throne of Glass series as a book collection on kindle Mm -hmm. because it was like 24 dollars for the whole series what a steal yes but it's chronological and there's absolutely no way that i could do a tandem read no on the kindle no that would be impossible yeah that would be awful so we'll be reading the rest of the throne of glass series which i am currently reading on the kindle right now but i have been going and checking from the physical book to see where i am (laughs) to motivate you in this well because it's like all one chronological book in the kindle version says you're like 10 percent in i need you to see the page number that i'm on oh no (laughs) it says I am on page 5,250 uh, and 5,231. I am 99% finished with the entire series because in like this book order, this is the last book. That is so confusing. Yes. So I was like, what does 5,231 mean? Right. Where am I 2% into this book? Because that's been a really slow read for me or am I almost done? Yeah. So I have been checking. Normally when you read on Kindle, it's not like that. You right. can just see where you are in the book. Yeah. Um, no. So Assassin's this has been a little Blade, confusing. Just for context is the prequel to the series. But it, it, she I think she re- she released something that said that you should read it as the third book in the series. So after the second one, but before the third one, like you should insert it in the middle. It is the order of when they were published. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, and it is essentially a collection of short stories that gives you a lot of context that you need for the rest of the series. Um, but it kind of takes you out of the storyline, which mm-hmm. is really hard. And it, it's a little bit of a bummer. It like takes you back in time, essentially. Um, and it's kind of hard to read, honestly. It's just like a struggle to get through because you're like, I want to be back in the storyline. What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's been rough. And yeah. also just been like life and busy and being exhausted right. from everything. No, same. It's been hard to read. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yay, future Yay. me to read more. Yay. And new friends. Yes, new friends. You got a low? <sighs> nope. I don't have a low. <laughs> okay. Can't find one. All right. Sold. We're not there. <laughs> Sold. Maybe work. Is work any lows in work? Work is st- struggle right now but i wouldn't call it a low i'm not there yet okay cool um i'm still hopeful a thing at work not a work as a whole work in general crappy call or something like that no work in general is okay um vibes i mean i wish i didn't have to work (laughs) yeah (laughs) 
So if you want to call that a low, <laughs> yeah, work in general, just having to work at all. Yeah. Having to have a nine to five on the side of doing this. I want this to be our full-time career. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be great. That would be great. Those of you out there, make that happen for us. Yes, please. Share it with all your friends and family. <laughs> we love you. We really like talking. <laughs> we want this to be our oh full-time career. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just like talking. It's fine. Yeah, we just want to talk all the time um okay cool so mine let's see think you think um okay so my low for the week is going to be that i had a conversation with one of my friends about the preservatives that are in our food and how they impact our body and it bummed me out hard Woof. and now i can't stop thinking about growing my own food and canning and drying my own food because i'm scared to go to grocery stores you know um, what i'm saying so i've I've been there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very much so have been there uh, mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. I think I'm going to start at least with tomatoes this year and peppers. I'm going to try tomatoes and peppers. Last year, I tried onions and I literally got one onion. <laughs> so that's actually pretty common. Um, a lot of people who grow tomatoes and like zucchinis at uh-huh. home, they tend to be much smaller than you expect them to be. Yeah. And... It's well, because hard. they're not like genetically modified and do, shit. Do lettuce. Next time you get a head of lettuce, yeah. all you have to do is put it in water. I've done that before, but then it's basically it's just not like enough. You know what I mean? Like it gives, like I've regrown green onions and little things like that. Yeah. But then it's like sustainable, right? Yeah. Sustainability, I guess. Yeah. So anyways, I'm going to try to do tomatoes this summer because I know I can do tomatoes. I've done them before and they're good. Um... And then my husband wants me to do peppers, so like hot peppers, so he can have hot peppers. Um, not bell peppers, right? No, not bell peppers, yeah. like hot chili peppers. Fun. Um, and then... My sister-in-law does a whole bunch of like... Yeah. She has a little garden that she grows fresh, fresh foods and vegetables in. Um, I just... If anybody can do it, you can. You got the green thumb. I oh. I have full faith in you. I can inside. Outside, not so much. So we're going to give it our best shot see what happens i think i'm just gonna start small i think every time i try to do it it's because i get scared of like this kind of thing and then i overwhelm myself Mm -hmm. and then i'm like okay screw it i don't want to do this anymore yeah (laughs) so i'm gonna start small we'll see fingers crossed for me um and then my high is going to be that we may or may not be going to see noah khan that we may or may (laughs) not be going to see noah khan we just found out he's coming to Shaky Knees, and we are, like, on those tickets, man. Um, We were – we first of all, if you do not know who Noah Khan is, go look him up. Get just a goog. do yourself a favor. Go to Spotify. Oh, go you will love him. Take trust a little, us. Take a little listen. Just trust us. Um, He has an incredible voice, incredible music, is a vibe. Mm-hmm. But apparently his concert tickets are – consistently crazy crazy expensive and sell out very fast which is wild to me because i don't feel like he's that popular i didn't think so either but apparently everybody thought that and then he was (laughs) good for him his song did blow up as a background sound on tiktok did it which one stick season oh really yeah i either don't remember that or i didn't see that i also think um northern attitude did mm-hmm. as well oh my god yeah yeah i think both of them those two in particular i hear on mm-hmm. social media quite mm-hmm. a bit yeah no he's really all of a sudden very very popular and very incredible and i'm not saying like i've been on his on his spotify previously like i found him with six season that yeah that album as well um so i'm a part of the crowd that's finding him right now and being very excited but i want to go to a freaking concert man He's so good. And he's hard to get tickets to, so... He is, like, hosier level mm-hmm. kind of vibes of yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For those of you but who like, didn't go look it up like and hosier, pause this. Like, hosier, but folkier. Like, hosier is, like, yeah. very, like, emotional. And he's more, like, folky hosier. Yeah, you know fair. what I'm saying? Like... A lot of banjo. <laughs> A lot of banjo. Love the banjo. But, like, so tasteful banjo. Yes, yes, yes. Not... Yes running down the mountain with kids mm-hmm. in the back of the truck and <laughs> and the gun and and <laughs> i no but not the e-haul i'm thinking more like the moonshiners oh like the mountain people yeah <laughs> got it 
Got it. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to describe that. So it came out with kids in the back of the truck. Appalachian yeah. young yeah. people. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. No, we're not that kind of banjo. It's more of like, um, I don't Just know. go listen to it. Yeah, go Pause listen. this podcast right now. Chaos cast is paused. Go listen. <laughs> Come back. Welcome back. Hey, did you love it as much as we thought you Hi, would? guys. You did. I know you did. You definitely did. And now you're a fan. And Welcome now you're going to go train. tell all your friends. Mm-hmm. But if you sell out Shaky Knees before we get tickets, we are no longer your friends. <laughs> don't be rude. Just kidding. <laughs> no, not you. I meant the people. Oh, yeah. Don't by be doing that. sell us out. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a good point. Sorry. Don't do that. Um. Anyways. <laughs> so that's our highs and lows. Uh-huh. And now we're going to talk about. Who wants to be at Hogwarts? A Hogwarts? A Hogwarts. Did I say Hogwarts? No, I did not. I said Hogwarts. I said at Hogwarts, not at Hogwarts. I thought you said who wants to be a Hogwarts, and I was like, well, in my brain it was who wants to be a millionaire. Don't ask me why that is where my brain went. I really don't know. It is past my bedtime. This is what happens. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. So, anyways, we took the Harry Potter sorting hat quiz. From the Wizarding World website. And we disagreed. False. Actually, we both took it twice and got two different answers. Yeah. Both times. What the fuck is that about? And and they were not like we we were answering the questions differently it's like we got entirely different quizzes and we still got entirely different answers yeah yeah so like it was not a skewed thought process no. it was we both got ravenclaw mm-hmm. first and have never once identified no. with ravenclaw <laughs> so when i took the pottermore test forever ago i was a slytherin every single time i took it i was a slytherin no matter what um and I identify strongly with my Slytherin roots. And I'm not a fucking Hufflepuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love Hufflepuffs. I love my Hufflepuffs. But I'm just not. <laughs> like, I'm just not. That's wrong. And I'm not a Ravenclaw because I just don't care that much about being smart. It's just the truth. It's, yeah. Um, What did you get the second time you took it? Gryffindor. Oh, Gryffindor. Okay. Yes. Which, so every time I have taken it previously... I have either been a Hufflepuff or a Gryffindor. Mm. So I don't know if that means that I'm a Gryffindor because we're like, you know, flipping. a Yeah, you got it twice, like the odds. Yeah. Two out of three. Right. I don't know. Right. Um, But we wanted to kind of talk through what each of the houses like strengths are and how we identify with them because I still, jury's still out. I also very heavily identify with the Slytherin and I did not know or think that until I read these traits and strengths. Dog, I'm telling you like Slytherin is, it's, you know, I mean in the movies in that time period that ha- that the Harry Potter world is set in Slytherin was not in their good moment. Yeah. They were having a hard time. Yeah. But overall, the Slytherin people are not all bad. You know what I'm saying? Snakes are not bad. So before we dive into like that whole conversation, I am just curious. When did you first get exposed to Harry Potter? How old were you? Did you read the books? What's... Yeah. So I actually think that we've talked about this on our podcast, on our podcast previously. We? But if... I don't remember. No, I don't think we have. Did Was this just our conversation, like, offline? I don't even remember having this offline. conversation with you offline. Okay. Like, we're at work. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, That's the most corporate talk ever. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, I... Middle school. Like, I, I... So, I remember not being super into it right away. Um, But my friends were... And then they just kind of dragged me into it. And they were like, sorry, you don't have a choice. You're watching these movies. And then I was like, oh, I'm in love with this. Did you watch or read? I watched the movies first. Okay. I, I bought the books with the intention of reading them, but I didn't have the discipline that it needed to get through a whole book. I wasn't an avid reader when I was younger. I am now, but I was not then. I read a, a good bit, but not like I am now, you know? Well, in the Harry Potter series is quite the undertaking yeah, for a, a young kid mm-hmm. and um also 
I was kind of like, well, if I can just watch the movies, why would I read the book? Like, it's right here, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I did, after, like, the first two, I think I was a part, I, like, went to every single premiere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I think on the second one is when I, like, went to the movie for the first time, like, in theaters, and then a friend maybe watched the first one to, like, catch up, you know? And then after that, I was, like, hooked. Yeah. So maybe, like... Oh, I don't know. Let's actually Google that. When did those come out? I think 2001. Okay. I'm guessing 2001 for the first movie. Um. Okay, so yes, 2001. How'd you do that? That was so impressive. I don't know. Powers wow. that be. So proud of that. Um, okay. That's why I'm going to Hogwarts, duh. Oh, my God, duh. Okay, so yeah, 2001. Um, it was right after my birthday. Um, yes, it was. I remember going to the premiere... I never read the books. You went to the first movie premiere? I did. Whoa. Not the like premiere night, but I went out to see the first right. movie. In, I've seen every single Harry Potter movie in theaters yeah. and had been to at least four premieres and dressed up. Oh, that's exciting. Yes. We never dressed up, but we went. So I was in Florida for one of them and my mom's friend's daughter, who I went to school with, she's four years older than me. She was way obsessed and she was the one who dressed up and she was like, we have to dress up. And then I dressed up several times after that. That's so exciting. Yeah. It was cool. We were in uh, Seaside or Destin. Okay. And then the second one came out in 2002. So first movie, 2001. Second movie, 2002. Third movie, 2004. Then 2005 was Goblet of Fire. Order of the Phoenix was 2007. Uh, Half-Blood Prince was 2009. Deathly Hallows Part 1, 2010. Deathly Hallows Part 2, 2011. Yeah. So I graduated high school <laughs> the year that the last one came out. So I was, what, eight? Or I was like, I was, so I was finishing elementary school when the first one came out. In 2000. One. I was in first grade in 2001. You're in first grade? Mm-hmm. Nuh-uh. Yes. I graduated high school in 2013. So, like, my 12th year was 2012, and then I graduated. The spring was 2000. So, every single year, like, 2001, I was in first grade. 2002, I was in second grade. Whoa. Literally, it was – so it's easy to remember yeah. how old I was and what grade I was in based off the year. So, if I graduated high school in 2011, though, I was 18. Mm-hmm. So, then 10 – to 2001, 10 years. So I was eight years old when the first one came out. Yeah. So that means I was in third grade. Wait, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I'm two years older than you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. So I was in third grade when the first one came out. Um, so I did not see that in theaters. I was too young to see that in theaters. Like, I was I was scared. I, like, Harry Potter scared the shit out of me as a oh, kid. it did not scare me. I remember... I was a scaredy cat when I was little. I'm still kind of a scaredy cat. <laughs> I was about to say, to I love fair, you. No, no, no. I'm but. absolutely still a very much a scaredy cat. Um, so these movies were like intense for me when I was younger. I don't. The first one, I remember the actual scene at the end of the Sorcerer's Stone when yeah. he's fighting Voldemort in mm-hmm. the fire in the mirror Professor and everything. Quirrell. Yes, thank Professor you. Um, I do remember that being scary and suspenseful, mm-hmm. but it did not scare me. No, that was that's the one that's the part that scared me. Yeah, like the rest of it was fine. That and I to this day the keys scene. Oh yeah, where he has to grab the key and it he has to fly on the broom and grab the key, but yeah. the keys like that rip was him. so suspenseful. Dog. Also, I sorry we're talking about Sorcerer's Stone right now, so I have to bring it up. The fact that the <laughs> Scene with Ron, Hermione, <laughs> and yes, has become no, like Harry. You can't. <laughs> <laughs> when I check the king, you're free to take the queen. <laughs> no, Harry, you can't. No, wait, not me, not Hermione, <laughs> you. <laughs> You have to be the one to go on. But Sorcerer's Stone, first grade, like, yes, I did. I mean, to be perfectly honest, and I'm probably going to get my butt kicked for this, for saying this on a podcast. Wait, before you say it, I have to say mine. I have uh, since then read the books and play. Go ahead, Kat. (laughs) I, in the past 
Well, actually, you know what? Let me look at Goodreads and check <laughs> before I lie to you guys. Um, also, uh, while I'm here to plug Goodreads, uh, if you are not familiar with it, it is a fantastic app to track what books you read. I sound like I'm putting an ad here. That would be mm-hmm. incredible. Uh, Goodreads, if you'd like to get sponsor us, hi. Mm. Please sponsor us, Goodreads. You are so <laughs> up our alley. It's not even funny. But... It's a great place to track what books you're reading on your to-be-read list. I mean, literally, I am on this app on a absolute regular basis, if not daily. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yep. So I read the first Harry Potter book for the very first time in 2022. Oh, no. <laughs> um, And I have loved these movies have seen every single one own every single one on Mm -hmm. dvd i watch them multiple times a year like i they are just such a feel good i love these movies Mm -hmm. so i have not finished reading the series i know i shouldn't say that but (laughs) it's just the truth (laughs) um i am on order of the phoenix to be fair which is a great one the best movie in yeah. my opinion yeah same that's my favorite movie as well because of serious black mm-hmm. that is literally i just want to see serious i want more serious i want Aww, all the serious how cute are we i didn't I know that was your favorite him. one too yes specifically because of serious black I, and only because of their, serious black. his relationship with harry yeah. is just so adorable you know your husband was telling us about the hbo series that's coming out yes and i know that that's like a controversial situation because it's like okay we already got the movies don't ruin it hbo oh my god I, however what if we got to see more harry and serious i didn't even think about that yes. okay i don't know if controversial is the right word for the harry potter series I think no, like controversial has been whether or not don't fuck it up. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 yeah. There's like that. There's a lot of pressure on that. Also, the idea of it not having the original cast is hard. yeah, that's super confusing. They better they better nail, nail that it. shit. Oh my god, nail it. Like I honestly feel like they should have the actors and actresses like pick who like does their characters you know what i mean or have like a big role in who is playing their characters because or like really damn typecast and shadow the shit out of those people like whoever plays hermione you gotta shadow Mm -hmm. emma watson very much talk about her how she was what was her process i get she was like 11 years old so it's kind of hard to do that yeah. when she's literally in her 30s now but she can look back on it and like critically give she's advice. a fantastic actress to yeah. begin with also same for ron hermione all the things there will never be another professor snape in my mind no it's that's very, fucked. Very r.i.p i will say at or least... a haggard oh haggard at least, um, like, if everybody's new, at least we're not, like, it's, it's not, like, a revamp where we're, like, some of the characters are coming back and we're missing the ones who have passed away. You know, it's, like, everybody's I, new. This is something we talked about earlier, too, but I think the upside of having the HBO series, my husband said this, so full credit, babe. We, all of the movies could only be, like, maximum, like, two hours and some change, right? Yeah. With a series, they have so much more creative freedom to expand the storyline and... So much more context. Justice for Dobby. For real. They did him dirty. Yeah, for real. They cut him out of so much in the movies. Yeah. I need Binky. I need him and his... Is it like, Pinky or Binky? I don't remember her name. It's Pinky. I think you're right. I can't remember, honestly. It's Pinky it's or Binky. It's been a while since I read it. I think it's Pinky. His love interest. Yes. But also, like, I want to see, I, like, I just feel like the, the relationships of Hermione and Ron and Harry and Ginny, like, it felt to me in the books, honestly, and the movies, less so in the books, but it felt like it just came out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, I want to see them fall for each other over time. Well, and, and actually give a shit about each other before they're in relationships. What's for sure. Yeah. First of all, Harry and Ginny. Ginny that was so random. It's so weird. It's so weird. The, I think the actor, like the the two that that 
in the movies, they just didn't have any chemistry. Okay, but fun facts. J.K. Rowling literally said after seeing the movies, she should have written it that Harry and Hermione end up together because of how much chemistry Daniel Radcliffe and Emma Watson had on screen. Mm -hmm. It portrayed so well, especially their relationship is so sweet. And she lays his head on him and she went, okay. They're just biffles. Standing out moment. I do like... She is upset about Ron or some guy not asking her to do something. Ron, he didn't ask her to the ball. No, 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 because she was going with um, Victor Crumb at that point. Yeah, but no, but I know, but Ron was saying as in like nobody's going to ask her. And she was like, somebody already did ask me. And if you would have gotten up the balls to ask me first... That's not what I'm talking about. Oh, what are you talking about? In the movies, Mm -hmm. she and Ron... Or not Ron. She and... Harry. Harry are sitting in the stairwell when the like butterflies oh, or birds yes, are going because, around because Ron is making out with lavender. Yes. Yes. She gets feeling her feelings hurt yes. and she's like laying on her. Like that moment was very intimate between the two of them. Yeah. Also, those of you who have not seen these movies, I'm so sorry. You guys are going to be entirely lost by what I'm talking yeah. about. If you haven't seen but... these movies, why are you listening to this episode? You know what I mean? Yeah. Just skip over it. Yeah. It's fine. Or just go watch the movies and come back. Hey, welcome back. Okay, anyways. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that it made sense to me. And after, I mean, again, I'm on Order of the Phoenix in Mm -hmm. my reading path. And I will finish, I promise. But because I've seen the movies so much and I can basically recite them, it is hard for me to read them. So, okay, I agree. I had the same thought. However, I started thinking of it more as like a treasure hunt. Where I was looking for the differences. Yeah. Like, I want to see... I did that, too. Yeah. Like, I want to see why people liked the books more or had a different opinion about some. And, like, which books were the same as which movies. Like, because there was one book, I can't remember what it was, that was, like, almost, like, line for line identical to the movie. And oh, I really? was like, whoa, very impressed by this. I really think it's the first one. I think it might have been Chamber of Secrets, but I can't remember. I really can't remember. Um... So I was just very like, I just kind of thought of it like a blast from the past, sort of like a fun little treasure hunt. And that made it a lot easier Yeah, to read through books where I had already, I knew the whole plot lines, you know? And I got to like, I was like digging for whenever Dobby's plot line would pop up. And that was really fun, you know, like little things like that. Um, so I, just because we're talking about Harry Potter, I have to find this girl's Instagram before I start talking about it though. I found this cute little girl, she's not, she's a woman, um, who is reading Harry Potter for the very first time, has never seen the movie, so she has absolutely no idea what is happening, and she is posting her entire reactions <laughs> on social media, mm-hmm. and it is incredible so i need to plug her right here because anybody who does not follow this woman i need you to go follow her because it's incredible to just witness her name is kara lewis i will tag her on her instagram and repost her because oh my goodness this woman first of all the post that is pretty iconic she cries a lot just gonna preface that she Let's her emotions come out and she is not afraid to post it. And it is incredible. Like I am so here for this journey. (laughs) She was at a coffee shop reading and a very emotional, the Harry Potter books can be very emotional there. You get very attached to the characters and there are characters that die. Well, she was at a coffee shop when it happened and she's bawling her eyes out in the middle of the coffee shop. What book was she in? In Goblet of Fire. She literally literally tags it. Goblet of Fire update page 296. Oh, poor baby. And she's like, I have to leave this coffee shop immediately. (laughs) I thought that nobody was staring at me. And then she looked up and people were literally concerned for her well-being. Oh, no. Because that is how loved this series is. Mm -hmm. And it is fantastic. Okay. I've gone off on way too many tangents. Yay, we're excited for the content for HBO. Yeah, I'm excited. For the series. I can't wait, actually. I'm kind of, like, thrilled about it. Because I don't watch a lot of, like, popular stuff because I get 
I'm a I'm a sensitive little baby. <laughs> I get upset by stuff very very easily. I I am so protective of the content that I consume because it really as we really all should be fucks with my mind. Yeah. Um and so this will be one that I will be all over. And if they mess it up or they make it too aggressive or they make it too whatever, I'm going to be real bummed out. So get your shit together, HBO, okay. because everybody's watching. I'm sorry. I'm going to go off on another, ta- another tangent. Because I have talked about this in the past. I love the Nancy Drew books. Yes. The CW made a Nancy Drew TV series. What? And absolutely ruined it. In, no. I mean, first of all, everything in Nancy Drew, it's not real. There's always a yeah. villain behind it, and she uncovers who it is. Right. They made it supernatural, where ghosts are real. Huh? Yes. And they made Nancy Drew, the very first episode, she was having sex. Wow. Like, that is the farthest thing from Nancy Drew books. Like, Wow. They said she Nancy is, Drew, but mature. Right. But a, a suave lay day. Yeah. Wow. So I was very disappointed in that. So if they do that to Harry Potter, <laughs> I will be. It's not the CW. It you is said HBO. Nancy Drew with a little bit of Victoria's Secret up in that bitch. <laughs> right. And also, Nancy Drew is not ghosts. Mm-mm. She solves the riddle and nothing is ever real. And that yeah. is the whole purpose of the books. Right. So That's really HBO annoying. is typically very, very, very good at releasing content. I actually have enjoyed, I mean, Game of Thrones. Most HBO content is incredible. Yeah. If they mess this up, there will be fighting from there a lot be. of people. Oh, my God. People will <laughs> lose it. It's like a generational. We grew up with it. Yeah. It's, there, there is no room for error, HBO. I'm so sorry. There just Get it right. Isn't. Like, honestly, right. you shouldn't right. have, you shouldn't have right. signed up for this if you can't do it right. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just how it is. And who knows if it'll ever come to fruition, actually, too. That's true. So, anyways. Okay, so you want to talk about the houses now? Because <laughs> we've gone on tangent after tangent after tangent. Yeah. All right, so, the houses. Um, Shall we do a quick synopsis? Yes, please do. Because I, I mean, I'm going to say, based off of my quiz results, like we said, best two out of three, that I am a Gryffindor. Yeah. But. I'm a Slytherin. Through and through. And I, I'm sorry. I'm just not a fucking Ravenclaw or a Hufflepuff. I'm just not. Like, it's just not. I mean, zero hate. No, no hate. It's At just all. not my personality. I just don't. It's ident- like calling I don't me an identify. extrovert. It's just not a thing. <laughs> okay. No, it's in- not. You're not that much of an introvert. If I could stay home 100% of the time, I would. But I can't. Because thus is life. I you mean, know what I'm saying? we've identified that I didn't know that I was an introvert. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. until charlotte has to talk me and move, leaving my house 90 percent of the time <laughs> like suck it up we're going <laughs> you're gonna have a great time and i always have a great time mm-hmm. and i am very sociable i'm a little you, social butterfly you literally always have an incredible time that's why i'm like i don't have no we're not doing this we're not doing this you're going that's why because i'm like i promise you it will be incredible if i if i thought you were gonna have a bad time i wouldn't make you you know, I know. Like I have an, I have a friend who is like the most incredible introvert, like, like, oh my God, in her soul, she is so introverted and I never try to force her to come out because I'm like, you really might not have a good time and I don't want to be responsible for that. But you, you cat will always have an incredible time. I know I will, but leaving my house is hard. (laughs) It is. Houses are comfy. It's hard. (laughs) Okay. So Gryffindor. Um, I'm going to just, I'm going to go through this as fast as I can, because I think we all kind of know, but just in case for the people who don't, I don't want you to feel like you're lost, you know? Uh, what are we reading? Just like a description? Yes. The owl, owlcation. Owl, it, we'll post it. Yeah. It's, it's hard to pronounce, but yes, mm-hmm. allocation. That's how I pronounced it. Mm-hmm. There's like a little like chunk and then there's like, there are strengths and weaknesses. So I'm going to do the chunk, the strengths, the weaknesses. Okay. Of each one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> grip, uh, I don't know that you need to read the paragraph. I don't think so either. Just, I just read the traits me. and strengths and then yeah. the weaknesses. Cause that's what I read. And I was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'll just do the strengths and weaknesses of each house as like a little quick synopsis. So Gryffindor traits, strengths, courage, 
daring chivalry, strong moral compass. So for courage, it says Gryffindors stand strong in the face of adversity and show bravery in everything they do. This can be overt, as in the case of Harry Potter when facing Voldemort, or subtle, as in the case of Neville, who continues to persevere even as he struggles with intense fear. Daring. Gryffindors aren't reluctant to put themselves in physical danger when they feel there's a good reason. Harry, Ron, and Hermione run unflinchingly into danger time and time again. Chivalry. Gryffindors feel a strong sense of responsibility to protect the weak and act nobly, putting others before themselves. This trait makes them highly charismatic and popular with others. Strong moral compass. Gryffindors tend to see the world as being split into right and wrong and will go to great lengths to pursue and defend the good while fighting the bad. Okay, for weaknesses, they are hot-headed, reckless, and arrogant. <laughs> arrogant. So for hot-headedness, because they are brave and daring, Gryffindors can sometimes react instinctively and ignore logic, leading them to being hot-headed and occasionally short-tempered. In the Philosopher's Stone, Harry chases Draco Malfoy into the sky on his broom over a fairly mild insult, despite the fact that he's never flown before and putting himself in serious danger. Recklessness. In addition to being hot-headed, many Gryffindors can be reckless in the pursuit of their goals. This happens when daring and courage are misused or taken too far. Arrogance. Gryffindors tend to be popular, charismatic, and good at most things they do. Because of this, some Gryffindors can develop inflated senses of themselves and become arrogant. <laughs> okay, but based off of any of that, does that sound like me to you? Not really. I mean, not that you're not brave and all those wonderful things, but... There are bits and pieces that do, and other yeah. parts that I'm like, I don't identify with that at all. Yeah. I think most of it is like, no. You know? Yeah. Um, okay. And in Harry Potter, in case you don't know, the, like the three main characters are Gryffindors. So oh, like, for sure. The majority of the movies are focused on Gryffindors. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and Gryffindors versus Slytherin kind of, mm -hmm. which is interesting. Um, okay. So Hufflepuff, I'm going to try to fly through these because it's more fun to talk about what we are. <laughs> But you got to have the base, you know? So Hufflepuffs, their strength, Hufflepuff, their strengths are loyalty, dedication, honesty, and humbleness. So for loyalty, Hufflepuffs make the most loyal friends a person can find. They also identify strongly with their house, as seen in the Goblet of Fire, where the majority of Hufflepuffs turn against Harry because they think he's trying to undermine one of their own, Cedric Diggory. Dedication, oh, which is where she cried. Wah. Wah. actually she's cried over things like i wouldn't normally think somebody would cry oh okay it's i i sent you her profile it is i can't so wait. incredible to just watch her reaction it, yeah. she's just hilarious in general yeah. i feel like if you had never heard anything about the plot line it would be quite the wild ride i and wish i could reread them from that perspective oh you know? absolutely that would be so cool she sorry we're off on a tangent again guys <laughs> she also has like blatantly said do not spoil it so she people are being so respectful in her comments sweet. and they're like i'm here for this journey for you i wish i could be there with you oh that's so sweet and nobody's spoiling it it's great that's amazing i feel like people are getting better at that like, like society such as a, a win go society okay they're very dedicated. Hufflepuffs are some of the most hardworking students and employees in the wizarding world. While they may not have a Ravenclaw's natural love of learning or knowledge or a Slytherin's cunning and ambition, Hufflepuffs try their hardest in everything they do and are rewarded for it. Honesty. Hufflepuffs feel a strong desire to speak the truth and behave honesty, honestly in everything that they do. Gryffindors also value this trait, which is, which is part of what makes Hufflepuff Gryffindor friendship so strong. Humbleness. Unlike other houses which are prone to arrogance, Hufflepuffs rarely display this trait. They are modest and humble in everything they do and tend to avoid those who exclude who exude self-importance. I really love Hufflepuffs though. Like some of my best friends are Hufflepuffs. I love it. I don't know what I am. I I really think I might be a Slytherin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Slytherin. We'll get there. That's the last one we read. Okay, Hufflepuff weaknesses. 
They are naive. They tend to have low self-esteem and lack of ambition. Hufflepuffs are generally optimists and are able to find the good in everything, but this does mean that they can be naive. If they are not careful, they can be easily tricked or taken advantage of. Because Hufflepuffs have a tendency towards modesty, they can sometimes fail to see their own worth. At best, this can cause them to simply underestimate themselves, but at worst, it can cause severe problems with a lack of confidence and self-worth. Hufflepuffs are the antithesis of Slytherins. They struggle with ambition and can become stuck in situations that are beneath their capabilities or don't challenge them enough. All right. Ravenclaw. The Smarties. <laughs> Ravenclaw strengths. They are intelligent, curious, creative, and very individualistic. While not all Ravenclaws are naturally intelligent, all members of the house have a strong thirst for knowledge or, and learning that places them among the best students in the wizarding world, and this quality adds up to generally high level of intelligence and knowledge among most members of the house. One of the main traits that defines Ravenclaw's house is a desire for exploration, inquiry, and learning. Ravenclaws generally... Ravenclaws are generally highly curious about the world around them and are constantly asking questions to expand their understanding. Ravenclaws tend to be out-of-the-box thinkers and, as such, can be highly creative. This creativity affects their spell work and their way of relating to others and also means that many Ravenclaws are artistic and have unique approaches to solving problems. I never would have thought of Ravenclaws as being artistic. That's very cool. Luna Lovegood is a Ravenclaw, though. <gasps> I thought she was Hufflepuff. Mm-mm what love that that i'm pretty sure she's a ravenclaw yeah that's so cool that makes sense very creative girl i think i i need mm. give it a goog while i'm reading ravenclaws are highly individualistic and don't tend to follow the crowd or succumb to peer pressure that does sound like luna um oh wait no it, it's right here it's right here sorry i didn't know this was coming up it says it okay i was saying, I, i'm pretty sure luna lovegood is <laughs> yes. Ravenclaw. in essence they do what they want to do this is most obviously exemplified by luna lovegood who wears radish like fruit earrings <laughs> and is fiercely true to her own identity even when people tease her for it we love luna oh my god one of my favorite characters of all I time really though god what an incredible actress Okay, their weaknesses, disconnection from the outside world, arrogance, and isolation. Because Ravenclaws tend to live inside their own heads, they can come across as vague, disconnected, or uninterested. Some are genuinely disdainful of others and the outside world, but most simply don't understand their, that their constant daydreaming is inappropriate in certain situations. <laughs> Ravenclaws can be arrogant about their own intelligence and use it as justification to view themselves as being better than others. Some Ravenclaws purposefully isolate themselves from others, even from their fellow Ravenclaws. This isolation can occur for innocent reasons. For example, if they want to be alone to study for an upcoming test or read a good book, but it can also be a byproduct of arrogance. They may view themselves as being better than others and be unwilling to associate with inferiors. And last but not least, the Slytherins. Woo! <laughs> Yes, that was gold. We are making Sorry. that a sound clip. <laughs> that was incredible. Please don't even seen that YouTube video. Yes, I have. Okay, I was about to say I cannot take credit for that. No, 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 no. But the just the moment, you know. Okay, so their strengths: they tend to be ambitious, cunning, resourceful, and very determined. A trait that nearly all Slytherins have in common is ambition. They want to be the best, the smartest in the class, the most popular in a group of friends, the boss at work. Because of their strong drive and work ethic, they often achieve these heights too, becoming invaluable members of society and powerful in the work world. Slytherins are highly intelligent, but not in the same way as Ravenclaws. Rather than seeking to expand their knowledge, Slytherins simply find ways to use their existing skills to their advantage. This makes them clever and cunning and can aid them in their quest for fame and power. It kind of sounds like they have street smarts, you know, rather than book smarts. Mm -hmm. uh, Slytherins are able to make the best of any situation. They're highly adaptable and resourceful and can find ways to turn even the worst situations to their advantage. That's me. That's where I fall into the Slytherin category above anybody else. This is why I'm a Slytherin. <laughs> and the next one. <laughs> 
Like Hufflepuffs, Slytherins are highly determined. Their determination, however, is more self-focused. They will use their strong work ethic to fulfill their ambition and advance their own position. While this may seem self-absorbed, Slytherins recognize that by focusing on self-improvement, they can become better friends and family members to be more useful to society as a whole. That is me. I am fully a Slytherin. I feel like you also might be a Slytherin. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I am. I'm not sure, but it feels like you're definitely a Slytherin. I would agree based off of reading this. That's when I said this earlier. I yeah. read this and I was like, oh, I think I might be a yeah. Slytherin. Let's read our weaknesses. <laughs> okay, Slytherin weaknesses. Machiavellian tendencies, power hungry, and discrimination. The end justifies the means. Might as well be Slytherin's house motto. Slytherins will often do morally ambiguous things to achieve their goals. This can be positive as they're willing to get their hands dirty to get things done while members of the house may shy away, but it can also make them seem cold and calculating. While Slytherins don't place any checks and balances on their natural ambition, it can have disastrous consequences. They can become obsessed with gaining power. They can... This can cause them to be fixated on surrounding themselves with powerful people, as in the case of Professor Slughorn. At worst, it can cause them to abandon all morality and their obsession with power and do horrific and depraved things, as seen in the case of Lord Voldemort's quest for power over the Wizarding World. Over the course of the books, time and time again, the reader witnesses Slytherin. Slytherins attack those wizards who aren't pure-blooded, who aren't pure blood, and bully others who they perceive as being weak even if they are pure blood. Such in the case of Malfoy's torment of Neville, some Slytherins have a tendency towards arrogance and can insult and demean those who they see as being inferior. That is unwell. I don't think I identify with that at all. So that's why it, it's hard for me. Like, yes, there are things about like the positives of yeah. the Slytherin, but I also think I identify more with the negatives of the Gryffindor. Interesting. I don't know though. I don't really feel like you're arrogant. I can have arrogance. Really? Hmm. You you do have that uh Scorpio hot-headed moment every now and then. That's what makes me think that I I'm I'm a little bit like a Harry. I'm in between. I could be Gryffindor or Slytherin. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I also don't really feel like you're reckless. I don't know. That's tricky. Let's see. I feel like, so for as far as the Hufflepuff of it all, I feel like you're incredibly loyal, dedicated, honest, humble. Like, those things feel like you to me, no? But I am not. You can have moments of low self-esteem. Yes, but not I don't to the... think you're naive. I used to be. Oh, well. <laughs> I definitely used to be when I was a kid. I don't know. I feel like I, I the only thing I don't identify with is Ravenclaw. But yeah, I know Hufflepuff or Gryffindor, Gryffindor, Slytherin. I could be any of them, and we will not know until I sit on the <laughs> stool and have the Sorting Hat on my head, which will never happen. Which is yeah. sad, but that's okay. I feel like I really do identify with Slytherin, um, just sort of in the sense of, like I. I'm, like, always in my mind, like, strategizing a way to achieve what I'm trying to achieve, whatever that might be. Like, even if it's, like, strategizing against myself. Like, I trick myself into doing chores <laughs> all the time. Like, Incredible. I will strategize in in my mind in ways to be, like, okay, how can I make this the best possible scenario that it needs to be? You know what I mean? And I also can bend the rules a little bit every now and then. Not, like, a lot, but a little bit. You know, just a little bit. Just, just enough to be bit. dangerous. Yeah, just a tad. <laughs> um, and I think kind of like, I'm trying to think of an example, but honestly, like, it's tricky to think of that kind of thing because it's just like, like, I'll just sort of trick myself into thinking like, okay, if you, if you do this chore, then everything's going to be fine and then you can do this and then it'll be fine. You know, I'm just basically lying to myself I was like, say, all the time. Okay. All the time. Just to achieve my own goals. You know what I mean? To like get past the mental blocks in my own mind to achieve my own goals. Yeah. And that's what I like. Whenever you're like, I need motivation. I'm like, lie to yourself. That is like like one of the first things of, of that is my advice almost every single time. It's true. 
Tell yourself you're going to have a great time. And then you're going to have a great time. And then boom, it's done. It's like you just make something a truth in your mind that is that wasn't a truth previously. The mind is so fucking powerful, dude. Yeah. Like that is what is so wild about making yourself believe a narrative and it becomes true. Yeah. Because you get to do that. You do. You get to just decide that this is the way things are in your brain about this is who I am. This is how I think about things. Yeah. And if you don't like it, change that thought. Yeah. Which is like. I know it's hard to do, but I mean, it's possible. No, that's literally like how I live my life. That is literally the entire, the entirety of how I exist. Yeah. On earth. Incredible. So once you get the hang of it, it's not that hard, if I'm being totally honest. Like at first it's a little tricky because you can like talk yourself out of it because you're like, I know that's not true. But then eventually you get the hang of it and you're like, but I said it was, so it is. And then you're like, no, but I said it was, so it is. And then it's like over and over again, you're just like, nope, I'm wrong. It is. And then it is. And that's the little bunny <laughs> from Life Secret Life of Pets coming out right there. <laughs> now, uh, uh, Kevin Hart. Uh, <laughs> I love, okay, so I love that line from Kevin Hart's uh, comedy special where he's like, you're uh, my best fucking friend, dog. So that means my, my bullshit is your bullshit. And your bullshit is my bullshit. I love that line. That is so funny. Honestly, that is our friendship. That I'm is sorry. Our friendship. It is. 100%. Your bullshit is totally my bullshit. You my signed bullshit up for this. Is your bullshit. Oh, I love it. Um, so, anyways. We want to know what Harry Potter houses y'all are. Yeah. We're going to put a poll. Yes. On our Instagram today where you get to tell us what you are. There is no right answer. On the poll, it might like show. No, no. We can do the poll where it's like a percentage, right? Yeah. You just select the house. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and tell us what you are. I took the quiz way back when, when it was Pottermore. It has recently been updated to the Wizarding World. If you search, so the reason it is called the Wizarding World, if you gamers out there have yeah. not ventured into Hogwarts Legacy, mm-hmm. let me tell you, <laughs> wow, oh wow. If you ever really truly wanted to feel like you were experiencing walking through the halls of Hogwarts, that game is it. <laughs> I cannot. It is beautiful. The storyline is intriguing. It is years and years and years and years and years before the mm-hmm. Harry Potter series took place. Yeah. Yeah. My my childhood best friend said that it was like a dream come true. Sort Literally. Of a video game. Literally. Yeah. That's incredible. I will say it is opened up the door for people who have never played video games before, mm. who have now gotten involved in playing video games because of this game, which I love. Yeah. It is incredible. Love. I'm so excited for that because there's a whole world out there and it is great escapism, just like reading or doing whatever other craft you want to do. Mm-hmm. It's great. Yeah. It's so much fun. So anyways, Transport they, yourself. they changed Pottermore. I guess maybe they bought it. I don't know. But they changed it into the Wizarding World now. Yeah. And um, it's the official website for when the game launched. And also there was a live exhibit. Really? I went to it here in Atlanta. Wow. Um, that you walked through and they had costumes from the movies. It was like an interactive exhibit. And you mm-hmm. went to the Wizarding World website to take the quiz find out your house your patronus your wand so fun all of it and it's logged in there and when you go create a character on hogwarts legacy they tell you to go to this website to go to the sorting hat whoa but you also can pick whatever house you want to play as okay in the game because every single house has different side quests so you can experience different things and you get to see their common room. What? Which is so cool. Because <gasps> oh we don't God. see, I mean, we see the Slytherin common room and you mm-hmm. see Gryffindor. Gryffindor in the movie, but we mm-hmm. do not see Hufflepuff or Ravenclaw. I, so my husband does have the Hogwarts Legacy game and he has started it, but he, yes, he has watched the movies, but he's not one of those people that pays attention to movie details. <laughs> okay. You need to play this game. I haven't had a chance yet, but that is my goal. The little easter eggs that they put right so that's what i mean is that he didn't watch the movies closely enough to he follow won't get it. it no so in the game they 
you're coming in as a but fifth I year. Did. Yes. Oof. You're coming in as a fifth year. Yes. Which obviously that's not normal. Yeah. But because you're coming in as a fifth year, you have a book of it's a, a guide. I can't remember the name of it right now. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot. That's okay. Um, it's some kind of guide. Yeah. That you have to collect different artifacts and find locations that give you pages that are information. Oh my god. And they give you the cup with a rat tail is one of them. And it's like little nuggets like that. Yeah. And they give you a quick little like two or three sentences about what it is and the history behind it. So it's context on the history of Hogwarts with also little Harry Potter series nuggets. Sweet. Oh my gosh. Very cute. And it's really fun because it makes this pretty little bling sound when you find a new page for your guide. I love that. Okay. Yeah. I definitely have to. Very fun. Mm -hmm. Like he didn't understand to the extent of like in like the first five minutes he was like I don't know what's happening. And I was like are you serious? And I said she was just, or the, the the player, whoever it is, was just able to see, what are they called? The horses that are like skeletons, essentially. The flying pegasi or whatever they are. Like the flying death horses. <laughs> oh, you can only see them if you've seen yes. someone die. Uh-huh. Shoot. I the thestrals. Thestral. Yeah. Like, so he didn't know what the thestrals were, and he didn't understand why there was nobody pulling, like, there was nothing pulling the flying carriage at first. And then all of a sudden, the characters in the game watch those people die, and then all of a sudden, there's flying thestrals. <laughs> and he's like, oh my god, where did they come from? And I'm like, you just watched somebody die, so now you can see the horses. And he was like, huh? And I'm like, okay, babe. All right. This is not the game for you. This is the game for me <laughs> oh yeah and what's really fun is you get to collect magical beasts and you can breed them later on what? it's like a part of the storyline you can brew potions you get to go to class oh. you can fight uh you get to basically fight a dragon at one point what? um i'm so excited there are tons and tons and tons of really 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 cool quests oh my god and it is a complete open world game like the amount of side quests and things to, like, check off the list. I have a big list check off person yeah. when it comes to games. Yeah. I am also a collector. <laughs> I I play Zelda Breath of the Wild and Tears mm-hmm. of the Kingdom, and mm-hmm. I will collect and pick up every single thing that it will allow me to collect and pick <laughs> up because that's just how I play video games. Yeah. And then I will go and figure out, okay, this is going to be useful at some point. I yeah. know it will be. Yeah. And you can do that in – Hogwarts as well. I love that. And then you brew potions from those things that you're collecting. Wow. They're ingredients. Or That's incredible. Things you can update your outfits with and oh things my God. like that. I have to get on that. It's really fun. That's so fun. By the way, plug, uh, Cozy Cat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If y'all aren't following Cozy Cat on Instagram, please go follow it. K Cozy and K Cat. Yes. Please go follow. Um, she does games and all the things. Yes. Cutie pie. Um, hey, you should put your Harry Potter book stuff, like just like a reel for Harry Potter on a cozy cat. Should. I haven't played Hogwarts Legacy in a while either. Um, Anyways, guys, that's going to wrap up our episode for today. Yeah, just a lighthearted fun one. A little bit of nostalgia, bringing it back. And also really excited for the future of Harry Potter and Hogwarts. Also, yeah. sorry, one more thing. The after... The book that's after the Harry Potter series. Oh, yeah. The Cursed Child or Cursed Child. Well, actually, it was a musical. Yeah. And now I believe they are adopting it into a movie as well. Oh, wow. Who knew? So there's lots of things on the horizon. The Fantastic Beast series. No. No, you meant it's the the Cursed Cursed Child. Child. Okay. Also loved the Fantastic Beast series. Oh, for sure. Even though technically that was before Harry Potter, but still badass movies, dog. I would like more. I loved them. I yeah. thought they were so cool. I think there's three or four. Are there? Mm-hmm. Is there a book series that they're based on? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Who knew? I have mm-hmm. not read those. And also, fun facts, some of the books that are like textbooks for Harry and Ron I did are know that. real books. I did know that. Yes, I did know that. I'm like, how cute. So cute. There's just a big world out there for Harry Potter if you're yeah. interested in actually diving deep into the yeah. Hogwarts universe. It's a fun time. Yeah, they've they've had plenty of time. It is built out. Billion dollar empire. Mm-hmm. Can I get on that? I mean, wow. Yeah, sign <laughs> up. yeah. Harry Potter, Wizarding World, you wanna sponsor us? 
In what universe? Actually, please. For the game, the gaming industry, yeah. this is the first of many games. They have said mm. that this will not be a one game. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're here to promote. Hit us up. Wizard because World. the, I, I have to look up who actually developed it. And Chris could probably tell me right off the bat. But the developers are from like the people who created the movies. Really? They have never made video games before, which is why it took so much effort to put in. And a lot of people are like, we want more content. We've played the game fully in, in its entirety. We yeah. want more. Yeah. There will be more games, more storylines coming out because it sold out so fast. Crazy. Good for them. I mean, Harry Potter is a, a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Anyways, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here with us. Yeah. Don't forget to let us know what your Harry Potter Hogwarts house is. Yeah. Come vote. Yeah. Harry Potter. Wait, no. Don't forget to let us know what your Hogwarts house is on Instagram. Harry Potter. I mean, I call it the Harry Potter game and it's Hogwarts Legacy. Harry Potter is nowhere in the game. (laughs) Actually, the Weasleys are. Are they? But it is their. It's like their ancestors. Ancestor. And she is the head. Or she is like. Headmistress. Headmistress Whoa. is Professor Weasley. Whoa, that's badass. It's very weird when I hear it. But she's a redhead and her son is in it too. Cute. Who I believe ends up somehow being related to the Weasleys that we know right. and love. Amazing. Yes. Well, let us know what your house is. Um, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. A little bit of nostalgia. Throwing it back. If you like this episode, please give us a follow at a couple of twos on Instagram. Follow our Spotify podcast as well as Apple Podcasts or anywhere that you get your podcasts. Please just give us a like, a rating, share with your friends, share on your Instagrams, all the things, and we'll see you next week. Bye guys. Bye.